fact, here is the deal, ladies. If your health is off, my stomach was off. We, uh, Jessica has people dealing with pelvic floor issues. Those are being off. If you have those issues, it does absolutely affect you feeling confident enough to go to work. It affects you feeling like you can show up and be your whole self. There are things you say no to because you're worried about how, like I said no to amazing dinners because I couldn't eat the food. And like, who yeah. knows what would happen there. And so I cannot help you be it till you see it if your health is keeping you from that. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the advocating convo I had with Jessica in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause this now, go back and listen to that one, and then come back and join us. Do it. You know what this intro just made me realize? One, we're on what, episode 138, and I'm still reading a script. So anyways, there's that. And two, I need to get Lindsay Rathart on, Lindsay Moron. Because we are going to actually bring her on. She's already said she wants to be on um, to talk about how you can be an advocate. So uh, I'm saying that because I know that Brad and Amanda make notes. Uh, (laughs) And help me remember. You're just coaching the team right here live on the pod. Yep. Yep. Let's see if they're listening. Anyways, um, aside from that amazing announcement that's going to be happening. That's not typically how we do things around here, y'all. No. Gonna, I know we're gonna roll with it today. I know I'm getting I'm, I'm getting notes. I'm sure <laughs> there's any notes to me. There's any notes behind the note. Amazing. Anyways, we are also doing that because um, we're so busy with agency mini week. It is insane and amazing around here. The buzz in this house is so fun because one of the things we're on this mission to do is more bodies doing Pilates. And one of the ways we can do that, as you know, I've said before, not everyone will like me. I'm not a taco. Um, <laughs> and so I help. We help. Uh, other instructors and studio owners grow their businesses because when they grow their businesses, they're teaching more people. And that means mission accomplished. Yes, that's very <laughs> true. Uh, so this week is, uh, is one of the two times, uh, each year we do agency mini and it's for fitness business owners of all kinds. And it's where we get a chance to really, um, you know, get to know you, you get to know us and all the uh, you know, how the, our coaching program works, um, during this week. And it's full of amazing foundational information for fitness business owners. And, um, I mean, also we do the webinar on foundational information and then we answer all of your questions, no matter where you are in your business, we have an answer for you. Yeah. But right now, uh, we're in the middle of it. So it's a little too late to jump in, but you can put yourself on the wait list for the next round, which we're going to be doing um, early next year. So if you are interested in information about that, just go to profitablepilates.com slash mini. Yeah. And now we're getting really ready in a week. We're going to be in Chicago at Balance. Yeah. yeah. Hop on a plane. Yeah. Balance Bodies Pilates on tour. We're, I hope we're going to see you there. If we're going to see you there, make sure we, you let us know. Brad's actually going to be at our booth and then I will be at our booth and teaching classes 
So, um, but we want to see you yeah, in real and, life. And uh, OPC members, check your emails. Oh yeah, we're working on we're working on that meetup. So uh, make sure you are watching for that. Um, and then we come back from that on our anniversary. Happy anniversary, babe. Oh, um, thanks. We'll be on a plane. And <laughs> it's how we do. It's how, how we, we do. It's literally how we do. I mean, if we, this, at least this one will be together. Uh, <laughs> That's also true. At least this one, we will be together. Yeah. yeah. Um, because two days after we return, so a week and two, like two weeks from now is our in-person business retreat. Yeah. Um, so, which I can't wait. And uh, many of you are like, oh, I want to do the next one. Well. I don't know. There, you. there isn't one isn't right now. The next one. <laughs> so if you're wanting to be on a retreat with us, then you actually just want to join us in Cambodia. Yeah. Look, if you are like super uh, interested in digging into the customer journey and the entire process, whether you're a brick and mortar or you're an online business and all the automations that can uh, uh, be associated with either uh, of those scenarios, you still can join us in real life in Las Vegas for the business retreat. If that's something of interest to you, uh, just shoot us a DM. Um, otherwise, like Leslie said, at the end of October, uh, we are going to be kicking off our Cambodia retreat. It's going to be the first one we've run in, in uh, more than two years. Uh, I know. It's you, so COVID. crazy. And we are really, really, really excited to be getting back to uh, one of the places in this world that we are just the most passionate about. I, uh, I know you've heard me talk about it a hundred times, but Truly, it's one of my favorite places to be on this planet. It's so magical. We're going a week ahead of time, and yeah. I'm not sad that our flight out is not as early as we had planned because we get a few more days uh, yeah, in our be, favorite place. It's going to be amazing uh, to be back there. And I, as you probably already know, I spent a month there earlier this year with uh, Leslie's dad. The two of us went through um, all 12 bedrooms. We uh, you know, figured out what needed to be looked at, adjusted. It was two years of upkeep that, um, you know, we were able to like do this great construction on the property, did amazing landscaping and gardening. Our place is looking really fantastic. In fact, they just got pictures of our new banana trees that we planted and they're already like, you so know, huge. a third again as tall. It's only been a couple months. It's crazy to see them grow. Yeah. Um, you're going to love, uh, hanging with us there. So we hope you come join us. Yeah. Cause it, you know what? Like shared experiences are really what makes like life so amazing and interesting. And, um, I had some people ask me, um, on a call, like, what else should I do, uh, when I'm there? And I'm like, yeah, cause once you're all the way over there, you may as well bop around and yeah. we still might, we haven't actually planned our extra days. Um, but you can go to Thailand, Laos, Vietnam, Hong Kong, um, uh, Singapore, uh bali i mean like they're in like wherever yeah. you it's southeast asia have so much fun so anyways we hope you join us and um to do so just go to lesslielogan.co slash retreat thanks for remembering that i was like and what is that so <laughs> anyways it is many week loves <laughs> yeah okay but first leslie oh we had an audience question to respond to, yeah? We do. That question was, okay, this is personal. So what finally made you, Leslie, comfortable enough to share your story about all the health challenges that you had experienced literally starting in college? And then it took, what, 10 years before oh you were God. willing to actually be open about all those challenges? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. This is a really great question. Uh, this is a very personal question. Um, but I know I feel like I'm more comfortable sharing the health stories rather than probably 
why I'm more comfortable sharing them. Well, um, well, it's very, it's kind of perfect timing for this uh, yeah. episode because of the sensitive topics you were discussing in the interview with Jessica. You know, I think it's a culmination of things, but I'll tell you when for the, for the stomach stuff, I didn't share them for a long time until like, I would like really wait till I had to share them. And then it was like, why aren't you eating at this restaurant? And living in LA and losing as much weight as I lost, I was very aware that people thought I had an eating disorder. And um, I would rather them know that I had like diarrhea every morning than think that I had an eating disorder. Like they just felt like that was um, because I wanted them to know the truth. And I, I, I could feel the side eyes and the glances and, the, and then the interesting comments. And so um, I thought, A, well, there's probably a lot of people who are like me and then everybody is treating them the same way as I'm being treated. So I may as well share. And then the other thing was, is that my clients were sharing things about themselves that are personal because it was affecting their practice. Mm -hmm. And I was, and then they were going, you know, they were acting like I didn't understand or they thought I wouldn't understand. And the truth was I did understand and I, I just didn't tell them that. So I started to realize that my not sharing my stories was actually making people think the wrong thing about themselves, about who I was about my priorities. And so it just became easier to share than not share. And then what also happens when you share to the right people, obviously I didn't like go tell a random person. I, I told people I was close to. So, you know, if you're seeing yourself in the story, like be really careful, make sure we have a, we have a podcast interview coming up with L Russ about boundaries, but like, make sure that you tell someone, you know, is going to be understanding don't go tell the person who's always a debbie downer always sees the negative things mm. and things go tell someone who like really does is usually the positive poly <laughs> and like, i think this i think but didn't you write a series of blog posts uh -huh. about about your gut journey your gut health journey good memory i and forgot for, that for those of you who are wondering what we're talking about and what story you know yeah. when, when she started to share um you can find them on the blog at onlinepilatesclasses.com. Yeah, I, I forgot that we wrote that. I ended up- It was like four, I think four so or six those, emails or yeah, posts, I mean. Those posts came about after we finally got answers. And so that also, that's, so, that's so exactly first right. I was, so I'm t if you're trying to do the same thing, first uh, open up to people that you feel like you can trust with your story and that aren't going to- Judge it. Like judge it or shove it. I'm like, oh, everyone feels like that. and. What you heard in Jessica's um, uh, podcast is just because it's common doesn't mean it's normal. So I told some people and then because those people, because I trust those people and those people were the right people to tell, they actually people in their network to help me. And then I got help. And once I had answers, then I felt really comfortable sharing the story because I wasn't sharing from a place of I need answers. I was sharing from a place of I'm on my healing journey. And I think that for me, that made it the most comfortable to yeah. share with random people, to write a blog that anyone could read. Also, there's a little bit of hope when you feel like yeah. you have a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And I, that's right. Thinking back now, this was many years ago, but, you know, having um, had a chance to have that 200 page report from the doctor that we found um, where he actually sat down and explained to you all the things, even though there was still a multiple year path to being more healthy. Um, and, and being, you know, healing, it, at least there was a path that was like, okay, we can do this. Whereas before it was always yeah. like, we don't know, we don't know. Yeah. And this is just terrible. Yeah. So if you are in a situation right now where you don't have hope and help, then people that you really do feel like has your best interest at heart are the people to tell, then hopefully with their network, 
if you can get the help and the hope. And then, and then that was when I felt comfortable just sharing with anybody. And people were like, whoa, I had no idea. I'm like, I know you didn't have any idea. Like yeah. it was a lot. So look, if you are, uh, um, you know, if you're applying this to your story and you have had um, gut challenges that you've gone to the, every doctor and every doctor has told you that there's nothing wrong with you. You're probably crazy. Um, and you know that you're not and you and know I, and I did have a doctor tell me that I had a doctor literally say I think you have body dysmorphia I need to go see a psychologist yeah yeah <laughs> I'm I'm pulling p bits from your story if yeah. you're if you experience are experiencing these same things and you've been you know dealing with with something for years and uh, uh, we are more than happy to connect you to the doctor that Leslie found mm -hmm. uh, that was able to actually dig in and have this bigger picture about it so if that's something that is really of interest to you and you're just like you're at the end of of the road you just don't know what to do next um reach out to us and uh let us know we're happy to yeah uh, make that that uh, connection for you yeah yeah so i hope that was helpful it's like i always think about tiffany haddish and someday i'll have her on the show but she shared like that she had like about her doing her comedy and she like told a story about something that her she and her mom had gotten a fight in the parking lot that morning she told the story and someone heckled it and she realized in that moment like sharing things with the public where they could have judgment around it before you healed from something is not is not the way to do it so she instead mm. shared what was going on with her family in her joking way and her way of of the way that she handles life with close people and like that requires like Maybe you sitting down and like writing down a list of people who like are like whose opinion of you matter, who always are like there to help you out. And then when she healed from it, then she'd make it a into a comedy special. Yeah. And so I think like that's just kind of how I like interpreted it for myself. It's like, OK, who can I tell around me who I don't feel is going to judge me, who I don't feel is going to be like, oh, Leslie, we're all going through this. And then and then I was able to write those blogs. And now I just talk about it because. I, you know, it's it. I, I don't want anyone to think that what they're going through with their health is normal. It's, yeah. you know, if you, it's just like Jessica said, well, we're going to we're going we're gonna to cover that. Yeah. Just because so. it's common, it's not normal. loves it's here opc summer camp you know that thing we started last year well we're doing it again this year and we're making it bigger and better than ever because we have teachers from all over the world which means all day long you can nerd out with me at camp zoom from the comfort of your own home in your favorite pilates workout outfit without having to get bugs or dirt or weird camp food that's like some weird slot no you can have the amazing food in your own home you can be whatever clothes you want to be in and you can join us all day long for whatever workouts and workshops you sign up for in fact you can even do a whole day pass and save the most money in fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me slash events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got Reformer. We've got some happy hip Reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers, and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! Okay, now let's talk about Jessica. Um... Y'all, you may have already heard Jessica Vallant uh, because we had her on as a guest way back at the beginning of the pod. Um, that's because uh, Jessica and Leslie are very close friends. They've known each other for a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, so we are so excited to be welcoming Jessica Vallant back to the Be A Pod. She is a leader in the Pilates industry uh, with a background in physical therapy. She is the founder of Momentum Fest, uh, which is a huge international uh, movement festival. 
um, usually uh, hosted out. Well, it's always been hosted out of the Denver area. It, yeah. It's moved around and But people that. from the international community come. Yeah. People yeah. flying from all over the world. It's really amazing. Um, Jessica is a strong believer in self-advocating. Um, and she's a mom that is passionate about helping women find a positive outlet for tough health questions. And that's specifically because she has experienced a lot of health challenges since her early 20s. So very similar combo as what we just talked about, uh, Leslie just talked about. Uh, but Jessica um, has uh, been struggling with endometriosis. So um, uh, anyway, she has been through all the things, including multiple pregnancies, IVFs, all that stuff. And it's a very powerful um, uh, interview that, we, that you ho held with her. Um, I didn't even know some of that stuff. And I also didn't know that she was uh, so transparent about it. And, sh and she basically said, you know, I never imagined I would be in the healthcare industry, <laughs> yeah. but because of all the circumstances that I went through, I am. Well, and I think like this is, if you've ever heard your mess is your message. And I would like hear mm -hmm. that all the time from podcasts. And that's kind of how this podcast came to be. Cause like I was a perfectionist and I was not taking mess Like I, like it just, so anyways, if you're a so basically she didn't imagine she'd be there. And because her, I don't want to say that her health is a mess, but like the idea is that like her problems basically became the thing that she talks about. And totally. she's the best person to talk about it because she's experienced it and she knows it. And so I I had to have her back because we mentioned on her first episode, we didn't even get into the women's health. And I was like, well, that's so important to we her. We could change that. We could call it your pain is your program. Oh, <laughs> well then it's ours. I'm already putting a little. <laughs> copyright <TM>. on that <laughs> tm that's mine <laughs> mine <laughs> all right i just felt like a little funny nemo mine 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 um yeah uh what did you love that she said yeah so um i think a little bit of practical advice uh, uh because i started laughing about this because uh we've been paying for health insurance forever and we hardly take advantage of it and this summer we thought well we need to just go get an annual checkup. And I uh, went to the annual checkup and uh, I don't know, I just sat there and like, you know, was like, I felt like I was like having like a shoot the shit like combo with my new general practitioner. Um, and it was only like partway through that I was like, oh, wait, I have like, I have actually um, a family history to share with you. And then at the end of it, um, uh, you came in and we met in the, um, the, the lobby and you said, oh, did you ask them about this thing specifically that you booked the entire appointment to ask them about? And I totally forgot. I like literally forgot. And fortunately we were still the, at the office and I was able to pull the doc aside and be like, Hey, quick question. But it made me feel hilariously dumb that I forgot to talk to him about the thing. And when Jessica was talking about um, that scenario in her, in her interview with you, I started laughing because I completely forgot some of the major stuff that, that was like, that I wanted to talk to him about. So she had very practical advice. She said, here are three tips for getting the most out of your doctor's appointments. Okay. This is any doctor's appointment. Uh, number one is to take notes and just save them, write them down, write down what it is that you're feeling. Um, and then you can then ask the doctor, hey, you can say to them, hey, this is normally how I feel, but I have been feeling these other things instead. Can you tell me what this means? Right. But the big key thing there is write it down. Yeah. So that when you get in front of the doctor, you're not going like, what was the thing? I can't remember. Like, I mean, I think we've all probably done this with our vet 
appointments where we're like, oh, you got like six things we want our vet to check on our dog. And we get there and we're like, we only remember three of them. Like what the, I need to call my spouse. Like I can't remember. There was something else. Well, how about this? You go to the grocery store and you forgot the thing you went to the grocery store for. <laughs> sure. So like, this is just something sure. that human beings do. So if you've done this, it's like, there's nothing wrong with you. It's, it's totally normal. And so that's why you have a notes app on your phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or you can write it in the appointment notes. So you, you have on your calendar, you can just sure. write it you in your appointment right notes. So you don't yep. have, to, it's like really easy. Come with a system that works for you. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I did, I did laugh. I like, I kind of rolled my eyes actually, because I was like, the whole appointment was on that thing. <laughs> what are you doing talking about? I talked about everything else. Can you I guys like getting referrals, like seven things. I'm like, what are you talking about? That is not why you made this appointment. <laughs> so the, the second point that Jessica said is if you are really struggling with something that is affecting your uh, stress levels and which it's very plausible if, if something's wrong with you. It could cause you to worry when you get in front of the doctor. Um, uh, you may not actually be thinking clearly. And she, she suggested to take someone trusted with you to the appointment and just to sit there and be there and kind of look at it from an analytical perspective and make sure that, you know, the emotional side of it isn't actually clouding the conversation or um, stopping you from asking the questions that you should be asking. Um, so that could be your partner. Um, or that could be your best friend, you know, someone who already knows these things about you that you feel comfortable um, sharing those things with. Um, you're obviously going to have to have permission from the doctor because of all the HIPAA laws here in the United States and all that kind of stuff about sharing sensitive health information. But I'm sure that's something that they can work out. It's, it's completely, not uncommon. It's completely common. So it's like yeah. a, it's like a parent child thing, too. Right. Yeah. Obviously, there's another person in the room. And the last thing um, that she recommended was to be an advocate for yourself and to come up with a list of questions for the doctor that uh, you you are allowed to um, uh, request blood tests. You don't have to sit there and, and like hope that they suggest it. You can say, hey, I'm worried about this thing. You know, can we do a blood test or can we do a, do I need to see a specialist or do a whatever, do I need to take these supplements because of this thing that I'm worried about, whatever it might be, right? And the, the other thing is she said, listen, Doctors are, you know, you're the client of the doctor. And so doctors are busy, just like you have clients with your, you know, whether you're teaching or you're whatever it is that you're doing for work, you, you may have clients, you're the doctor's client. So it's okay for you to raise your hand again and be like, Hey, don't forget about me. You said you were going to give, give me this referral. Mm -hmm. Hey, you were going to fax this thing over. Hey, you were going to give me a prescription, whatever it is. Right. I so used you're to allowed to be the squeaky wheel. I used to work at the doctor's office. I did. I don't know if you all know this, but I used to work at a doctor's office and I actually worked in the records and then I moved into phone calls. And here's what was very interesting. People who called, I'd have their messages and I have to go find their chart. Now everything is like dot, like as digital, but I had to go find their physical chart and I'd have to put the phone thing on the chart. And guess what? It got put back on the top. It got put back on the top. And so the squeaky wheel yeah. got their phone calls answered. And I was like, this system doesn't make any sense because this poor person over here is being patient, is getting nothing over here. But right. at any rate, like it is your health, it is your body. And I, I'm going to go into what I loved. I've already said it, but it's uh, just because it's common doesn't mean it's normal. Don't let your doctor tell you otherwise. So in that same doctor's appointment, yeah. same office, what ended up happening is like the person we're supposed to see. Um, and I really did have Brad like look up some criteria of like what I thought I wanted in a doctor. And he did. And um, he totally did. And he 
and like she met all the criteria and was also close to home and she was so busy. He was there for over an hour and hadn't got his appointment. So the other doctor in the office just did the appointment. Yeah, for me. For so I, I, I had not the GP we had booked, but it was in the same office as basically yeah. her business partner, I guess, or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, and he, he, he was like super helpful. Super helpful. So great. I even ex- watched the two of them talk at one point and I was like, oh, that guy's really helpful. That's great. My, the person I got, first of all, it was like, it was like a night and day difference. Not only did no one read what I wrote on the freaking paperwork that I wrote down, they made me answer it again. And then when the doctor came in, she made me answer it again. I'm like, I, I wrote it down and I answered it. And like, you have it right there. Like, I already feel like you're not organized. Then I was telling her the things I'm concerned about and my body consider it's going back to family history. My father's had skin cancer. He's had melanoma. So I said, I haven't seen a dermatologist since 2018. I'd like to see a dermatologist. She checked my back, just my back. And she goes, these all look fine. And she kind of just, I felt dismissed about that. Then I asked her a couple more questions and she either said my insurance wouldn't cover it, or I don't need to worry about that because it's like, you have to test it this many different times. And I felt so unseen. So like, even if, even if she's completely correct about what she said, the point is, is that you is your body is your health and you have the right to find a doctor who will help you. So I'm going to juxtapose this to the woman who helped me with my IUD removal. And I share that because that was a journey and a half with all of you. But here's the deal. That woman advocated for me. She found, she's like, I think I found your IUD. Let me get someone to confirm that I'm seeing it. Got her specialist in her office to look at the ultrasound. He goes, is that it? What, what, where is it at in her uterus? What's going on here? And then she's like, let me go see if I can remove this today. Mm. I didn't ask her to because I was told I couldn't have her moved that day, but she went to go see if she could do it then. And she came back and said, I'm so sorry. Your insurance won't let me remove it today, but it's a really simple procedure. It's not going to be a problem. We know where it is. And so just let's, and she took me to the front desk to make the appointment. Yeah. And so. That's really interesting. So. That's really amazing. Actually, It's amazing. You and know, I, it's funny. I think the, I feel like like this is the second time I've heard this story from you, obviously. And uh, I feel like in. Uh, my conclusion was that the first, uh, the first GP was uh, advocating on behalf of your wallet because she kept saying, your insurance won't cover that. And the reality is, it doesn't matter. You need these tests anyway, this blood work done anyway, the referral to the doctor anyway, whatever, right? As a, so she was almost advocating for your wallet instead of your health. Yeah. Whereas the second doctor, it, you know, she was advocating for your health first. Yeah. So luckily I can go to her for my female stuff and I'm going to find a different GP and I'll just keep that hunt going. But I hope that that helps all of you give yourself permission. Like I know it's not, especially if you, I know a lot of places, healthcare is a really hard thing, whether your government covers it or you're in the U S and in this shit show that we're all in. The reality is, is that it is up to us to advocate for ourselves. And we really do only have this one body. Yeah, we really do. And I don't know why we don't do preventative work, but like, please, please, please like take care of the, what the body that you have, move it as much as you can. And when something feels off, write it down. Like Jessica said, take notes. How long is it off? When was the last time it felt right? Because if it is something that is consistently off, dismissing it is just going to cause more problems. Well, I mean, just circle that back around just because it's common. Yeah. Does not mean it's normal. Yeah. Right. And, and it, and, and it might be, um, uh, common uh you know common across the population but it doesn't mean it's normal our bodies shouldn't be doing some of the things that are happening yeah and i before we go into the beat action i just want to say this like i have more female 
health advocates coming on this show. And there's a big reason why we have to hear this message over and over again, because here is the deal, ladies. If your health is off, my stomach was off. We uh, Jessica has people dealing with pelvic floor issues. Those are being off. If you have those issues, it does absolutely affect you feeling confident enough to go to work. It affects you feeling like you can show up and be your whole self. There are things you say no to because you're worried about how, like I said, no to amazing dinners because I couldn't eat the food and like, who knows what would happen there. And so I cannot help you be it till you see it. If your health is keeping you from that. So anyways, okay. We can talk about those action items now. (laughs) Hey loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having the those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus, they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi's socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi Active socks, and you can go to beapod.com slash toe socks. That's going to take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore a Tavi, and you can use my discount code Leslie, that's L-E-S-L-E-Y to make sure you save some money on your socks because the reality is, is you should just get the most amazing, cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do. All right. So finally, let's talk about those be it action items uh, that you discussed with Jessica Vallant. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo? Why don't you go first? My biggest takeaway is how can you live that best life in that middle space? I thought this was so good. Like I was like, oh, good. The... Well, first off, w- w- let's explain what the middle space means. Yeah. So day-to-day action, um, um, you know, like the middle. Sp- Here's the thing. You have a start point. This is that's the middle. You have a start point and you have a goal, right? So in particular with what Jessica was saying is like you, um, you had the life you had, then like, then you have this like situation that's going on with your health and you have this goal at the end, like when this health thing goes away. Yeah. But the reality is, is that because how long tests take, because how long healing takes, because of all of, because of research and all that stuff, there's going to be a middle. Yeah. And I, how do we live our best life? How do we be it till we see it? How do we show up? And do other things while we're in the middle, waiting for the healing, waiting for the results, waiting for the thing that's going on to be different. And I, if you, I don't even, this is like everything. This is whether it's health, whether it's business, whether it's love, whether it's anything, like how do we live our best life in that middle space, that space between where we started and where we want to be? Okay. So, uh, so yeah. So what are those, uh, actual suggestions that, that Jessica had? about how we live our best life in the middle. Yeah. So she mentioned like the day-to-day action. So like, and that's y'all, there's a lot of days that can be very much the same. And, and, and instead of it being redundant, oh my gosh, I'm like living this life waiting for the next thing. It's like, what action can you take each day? It's going to give you clarity. It's going to feel really good. Then it takes a plan. So 
you really are going to need a plan. And, and, and that is the hardest part, but then you have to work the plan. My loves, she didn't mention that, but this is very important. And Amy Ladine's like, once you have a plan, you actually have to work the plan and you have to trust the plan. You can't just do it one day and then not the next day. Yeah, um, actually, this makes me think back to your doctor's like 200 page, yeah. you know, like uh, all of the research that he did on your like testing on your blood and all the conclusions that he drew from it. He came to you and said, OK, here's your plan for the next 12 months. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And he literally gave you the steps. Yep, he did. And I had to work them. And yeah, yeah. Um, know that it is your journey. I thought that was very key that your know that it is your journey. Mm. And like, I think it can be easy to compare your journey to someone else's journey, but it's your journey. Right. Um, and it's okay to be in this journey. And, um, and also one day at a time, it's a process, it will get you where you want to go. So um, anyways, I feel like I just this I'm so passionate about this and I hope this is helpful. So what did you what are your be it loves? Yeah. So you asked a really uh, great question at the very end of the interview um, that that neither of you actually answered. Um, <laughs> and I wanted to bring it up uh, back up so that we can answer here. You asked, how do you find a middle where you can live in that and thrive in that and enjoy it so that you're not constantly looking at that finish line? Right. And Jessica said, right, like endometriosis, of which there's no cure. So how do you enjoy the middle? You know, e even if there there might not be an end. Well, I kind of I didn't I mean, I kind of I think that was a rhetorical question for the oh, listener. I, <laughs> it was. But I, I, I mean, I do you want more? I, 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 yeah, mean, I mean, effectively, can how, can we answer that? You know, how do we. Yeah. How do we find um, contentedness in the middle? How do we enjoy the journey? I think it's going to be different for everybody. And I do think like specifically when you're in one where there is no cure, like I think about Lori Watson, right? She's got back fusion. So she's, it's right. not like one day there's going to, in her lifetime, they're going to be like, here's a new spine. Right. Do you know what I mean? And I, I, I share that because we just had her on LPC to do a workshop about back stuff. But, um, and I think of like Jessica with endometriosis. And I think mm -hmm. some of these things, Maybe, you know, your pain becomes your program and she is like finding money to raise money for research. So we actually can figure out endometriosis. I see what like, you did there. Yeah. I just like, I know I'm so good at circling back to things. <laughs> and, um, but I think it comes back to the be it till you see it. Like who, what do you want? Yeah. First, like, what do you want? And also like, you are not your endometriosis. You are not whatever this pain is. I was not my stomach issues. I was not my health. Like those are the things I'm, those are not the things I am. Those are not like. Here, it's not going to say my tombstone. Here lies Leslie. She had a lot of stomach problems. It's going to talk about like the, what, I don't know. I don't even know what my tombstone, but it's not going to say that. So the reality is I think you need to go back to like, what are you, what are you wanting out of this life that you have? Yeah. And where are you today? And then when you work yourself backwards, that's what creates the plan. Yeah. And then I really think you got to celebrate the fuck out of each day. Yeah. And what did go well. And so the highlight of your day is not the pain you're in. It's the joy of the journey. Yeah. And I'm not so saying what we... joy can you find yeah. in the journey? How, how do you, you know, I, I feel like um, taking a pause, you know, like this brings back Je Je uh, Jackie Service, mm -hmm. uh, Power in the Pause, um, mm -hmm. you know, or, or Amy Ladine, you know, mm -hmm. her ongoing battle. In mm -hmm. a, you know, cancer free. And then it, it goes back. And yeah, she doesn't focus on her cancer every day. I talk to her every other week. 
she we don't even talk about that out of remission yeah Yeah, we we talk about the action steps she's taken that day what she's celebrating what's going well and i'm not saying that any of these people nor myself ignore the pain you still are advocating for yourself it's just that what we manage is what grows right what what we appreciate appreciates so you can each day appreciate the the good things that happened that day the people that you love the uh, the the people that opened a door for you the people that like supported you and yet this other stuff can still have happened but if you focus on all that good stuff i think you're just going to feel fucking better and you're going yeah. to enjoy that middle and then you take notes like each day about like how you're feeling about the thing that you're trying to solve a problem on but i don't know i can't what we appreciate appreciates yeah it really does so I I think I'm a verbal processor. I hope everyone followed that. And I hope, and if you're like shouting out from your phone, like to me and Brad, what the answer is, then send it to the Be It Pod and I'll yeah. post it. I'll talk about it in a future episode because I would love to hear how you are um, trying to live and thrive in the middle without, without your, whatever your thing is holding yeah. you back. It's there. It's part of the journey. It makes a, here's the deal. Have you ever heard anybody inspiring a story say, I had a, like a, this amazing life and it was so fucking great. And then I got here and I made this amazing thing and it's so been so fucking great. And then I was here. No, every single person, including Oprah, her fucking self, they all came from some sort of pain mm. and then they used it to create the programs and the platforms and another, whatever P word we want to put in here to, to help others. So they, and they don't focus on the pain that they came from. It's just part of the story. It's part of their middle. And it's what helps them reach other people. So anyways. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I think that was a great answer to a rhetorical question. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Crowell. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're so grateful you're here. How are you going to use these tips in your life? Let us know by sending a DM to the Be It Pod on Instagram. And we will catch you on the next episode. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of As The Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mandal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week that so you can. And to Angelina Herrico for transcribing each of our episodes so you can find them on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. 
All right, loves, it's super important to me that supplements I take are of the highest quality, and that's why for three years I've been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At 52 iterations of their formula and counting, their team is always trying to find better ways to source, test, and aim to find the best quality ingredients available. I love this so much, guys, because so many people think I have to get it right the first time, and they have done 52 different iterations. I freaking love that. So many people have asked me if AG1 is actually the real deal. I really do drink it, and trust me, there's a reason why I've been drinking it for so long. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances while the industry standard typically only tests for 10. Holy moly. I know that like I'm a recovering overachiever over here, but I'm super glad AG1 isn't. Okay, so taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one simple scoop. It's literally just one scoop. It's one scoop in one bottle of water. It's amazing. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. I've partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out.